This is the No Grow Show Show. A weekly audio and video production of the First Baptist Church of Grandview, Texas. At FBC Grandview, we desire to ensure that every person in Grandview knows that they are loved by Jesus and his church. This show is one more way we pursue that goal as we discuss with our church members themselves how we can know the love of Christ by a God who regularly reveals himself to us, how we can grow in that love towards our brothers and sisters in Christ through whom God uses to show us truth, and how we can show the love of Christ to those around us. So get ready, pull up a chair, and dive in with us as we celebrate and discuss the love of Jesus Christ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the No Grow Show show. For our episode three, we have as our guest today, our own Amy Curry, children's minister. Uh, She has been with us for, it'll be seven years this spring, Mm -hmm. right? So six and a half years so far. Um, Not only our children's minister, but also our children's day out, uh, two day a week preschool program director, Mm -hmm. Um, doing a great job with both of those. And so you will have a chance to know more about her. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump in with uh, the question that always gets to put people on the spot, and that is, tell us one interesting or funny thing about you that we probably don't already know. I had a hard time with this because there's so many things that I'm like, ah, oh, people would probably find that funny. But um, recently, I was trying to figure out how many vacation Bible schools I've done, hmm. and I totaled it up and... In my 36 years of life, I've done 71 VBSs. And that's not just like, that's me going as a kid and um, me helping as a teen and helping as a young adult and then finally getting to direct um, Bible schools. So 71. 70, 71. Yes. That's a lot. It is, but I love it. <laughs> are you, what, are, what are you hoping to hit? Is like a 100, 150? Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of, I know children's ministers who work into their eighties. Yeah. So, I mean, if I That's did, 50 if, more. yeah, so if I get to average at least one more a yeah. year, that would be, that'd be cool. That Have over a cool. hundred Bible schools. That would, yeah. So anybody who's ever helped with a VBS, you know that it's a fun week. It's a very important part of what we do. We yes, always have kids make decisions. Um, but it's also a tiring week, right, for you yourself. Yes, I would surely. say so. But it's fun. <laughs> as well as for our, all of our, our workers, which we have a great group here at FBC that does that. But it's also a week where in the weeks after VBS, you always have at least one song in your head. Yes. So is there, over the 71, is there one that sticks out? There's actually one year, um, the music from that still, occasionally I'll wake up singing. Um, the theme was Kingdom Caper. Okay. And it was the year I actually I did 14 Bible schools that year. Wow. I was working as a student missionary and it was it was a great week, but the, there's one in there that um really sticks out. It's called Patience and Endurance and it was done with an Irish accent, so it was Patience and Endurance. <laughs> and you had that nice. tongue roll in there, but it was a river dance. Like I lost a lot wow. of weight that summer because everything was like jumping around and but that one like you can go the distance with patience <laughs> and endure. Actually, a perfect song for vacation Bible school. It is. <laughs> anyway, it was that was that's the one that 
sticks out in my mind. Okay. Yeah. I still, I always have the, because they sang it for several years, the, say, yeah, 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 yes. 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 And it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be on all the VBS CDs. Yes. But. Okay. There you go. Learned yes. something new about Amy. You knew she loved VBS, most likely, but 71. 71. 71. That's a lot. So thank you for all that hard work. All right. Next question. Try to move a little more serious. Yep. Uh, and that is, what is one way God has been revealing himself to you lately? Well, um, just in the last week, um, I, uh, most of you know I'm a foster parent, and I found out this past week that uh, my, my baby girl that I've had for nearly six months is going to be um, moving, moving on to uh, live with her um, sister. And um, wow, that's a, it's a really, it's hard. Mm. But um, through that this past week, um, and actually for several weeks now, I've just been praying that God would give her her very best. And whatever that was. And um, not to say that, you know, um, like, you know, there's a part of me that says, well, I actually am what's really best for her. (laughs) Because, um, you know, she's been with me for so long. But um, with praying for her best, I've also been praying that if I wasn't what God deemed the very best, that he would give me some peace in Mm. that. And this past week, I had the opportunity to talk with the mom. of the family she's going to be moving to live with. And, um, you know, sometimes we want God to write on the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> and with talking with this mom, um, it was like a very still quiet voice from God going, Amy, it's going to be okay. Mm. She'll be just fine. Um, she'll be in a great home. And, um, that just was something this week, just really very quietly, but very blatantly God was going, it's Okay. You've been praying and asking for that peace, yeah. and I'm going to give it to you. Um, that doesn't mean that that won't be hard, yeah. but it does. It gives me some peace and some calm to know that she's going to be good where mm-hmm. she's going. Um, but I just feel like God has been going, just take some deep breaths, breathe. Yeah. I've got this. You're okay. So that's really like in this past week, that's mm-hmm. been something that's been over and over. I feel like. God has just been pouring that into me from yeah. a lot of different places, but especially from just from that right there. Okay. That's good. Uh, so another thing, most many of you, many of you, our folks here at FPC know about Amy is that she does foster mm-hmm. children, has fostered how many at this point? 13. 13 different kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of which is her adopted son, RJ. Yes. Um, and uh, is always welcoming new kids into her home. <clears throat> It's a great ministry, a great um, way to see the love of Jesus. And we have several other people in our church who do that and are thankful for that work and Mm -hmm. know that uh, the joy that the kids bring them (laughs) makes it difficult to say goodbye. So it's uh, cool that God has been with you in what I know is a tough time. Okay, Um, next question. That is, other than your family... Who is someone that God uses in your life to show you truth? Um, so I, I also had a hard time with this because it's hard to pinpoint just one person because I, mm. you know, I have some really great friends. Um, but uh, one that sticks out in my mind, uh, my friend Carissa is. Uh, she um, she and I have been friends since seminary, <coughs> and uh, we were accountability partners in seminary. So we kind of have like this unspoken rule that you know when 
when asked, we can basically say whatever we feel like needs Mm -hmm. to be said in that moment. Um, And Carissa is wonderful about, um, like if I'll, we talk a lot through messenger or text. And if I send her something through messenger, she's like, can I be honest? I'm like, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's really good about um, anything that's going on in life to point me back to scripture um, in um, preparation for knowing that um, kids are leaving or or whatever. She's always really good to remind me, you know, God is faithful in those moments. Um, But... uh, in anything really just like we've talked about anything and everything. Um, recently, uh, we've talked about how life is changing for both of us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our, our stage of life, I guess, cause we're getting older. Um, it, happens. it does, <laughs> but, uh, talking about how, you know, in those changes, you know, God's right there with us. Um, and that none of that comes as a surprise. Mm-hmm. And that's something, sometimes I think I forget that, you know, what I think, that's like, oh my goodness, why is, why is this happening? Yeah. That reminder that, you know, God saw it coming. He's not surprised by it. And so it's, it's okay. Let's, yeah. let's move along. <laughs> but she's, okay. she's somebody like that I can get, always get good godly counsel from yeah. and in a loving way. I mean, a very blunt way most of the time, but yeah. a loving way. And I, I appreciate that about her a lot. So is, you don't have to say where, but is Carissa in a ministry position as well? She works for, I'm afraid I'm going to say this wrong. She works in Oklahoma, um, but she works for, uh, I think the, oh gosh. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry, Carissa, if you it's watch okay, this. okay, I'm putting you on the spot. Um, I, she used to work with the BSM portion of the Oklahoma Baptist Association, I okay. believe, um, and she still works in some facet of that, and okay. I could be totally wrong on which. That's okay, but she is she is involved in ministry. Yes. Yeah, and yes. Went to, y'all went to seminary together. Mm-hmm. She's actually finishing her PhD right now. Oh wow! So um, kudos to her. Well done, Carissa. <laughs> You're watching. Yeah. Congratulations. I hope is she writing a dissertation or doing a project? Writing a dissertation. It's okay. actually over. Oh gosh, I'm really sorry, Carissa. <laughs> it's I know like she's, dissertations are so interesting though. She, well, she's used. Um, <laughs> she's been using stories like uh lord of the rings and different tolkien stories to write um her dissertation so it's actually it's really neat um so okay go you (laughs) yeah sorry so i have a friend in uh, ministry named wes you know went to seminary together Mm -hmm. we actually served on staff together at the previous church we were both at in bront um he's coming to conclave which is in arlington this next week and we're gonna find each other and hang out sunday evening probably sometime it's good to have, uh, for us, it's good to have friends in the ministry. And for anybody out there, you know, it's good to have Christians that are in a similar stage of life, at a similar section of, of maybe a career kind of thing. People you share similarities with that you can be totally open and honest with. Yep. Um, you, you like, okay, you know, you're not going to repeat this. I'm not going to repeat this. Here's what we got. So if you don't have one of those people... Um, you know, I would prayerfully seek somebody like that out. I think God mm-hmm. will put those people in your life. Uh, and, uh, they're good to have, they're good to have in your family, of course. Yes, sir. Um, but it's also good to have somebody you don't share any blood kinship with because <laughs> yeah. they'll be real in a, in a way that family won't. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Mm-hmm. What is one way you, um, have been showing the love of Christ to others? 
I guess I've, I feel like I show the love of Christ to others by the way that I take care of other people's children. Mm. And I feel like every part of my life, I kind of do that anyway. Um, just with what I, the work I do for CDO and the work I do here at the church and then in my own home, Mm -hmm. um, to have, you know, kids that you, you're trying to not only teach about God, you're trying to teach them about the love of Christ in that. Um, and not just about God's love, but that, that love is for them. And, um, I think that, you know, while I'm working with children, that that's something I try to do. Um, so I, that. I think that's how I'm actively showing the love of Christ to people. Yeah. Um, we've had a we've had a lot of our CDO teachers that have been sick with COVID over the last several weeks, and um, I do try to reach out to them, make sure that their needs are being mm-hmm. met. If they need something, if there's anything I can do, you know, um, I feel like that's another way of just saying, "Hey, God's love is there for you, and I'm there for you." Um, so, yeah. I think those are ways that. I show the love of Christ to others. Yeah, I know our church is very grateful. I, as both staff member here and a father of children that are under your care at times, I'm very grateful for that. Another thing that uh, Amy does really good, I'll tell on her for a second, um, in showing love to people, uh, at least on our staff, is if anybody has a special day, a birthday or an anniversary or something, um, she she's the one to remember. Yeah. Uh, her and Sh- Sharon, our secretary, is also Sharon very good at this. Um, but I'll, I'm not. I'm, I need to confess that sin before you and others. Uh, but uh, Amy is really good about remembering. I had my office stacked out a few weeks ago for my 15th anniversary <laughs> yeah. with an air horn underneath the seat. <laughs> hey, that was it's awesome. on Facebook somewhere if it you is. want to watch it. Um, but yeah, I decorated uh, Julie's office for her anniversary a week or so later, a few days later, whatever that it's was. The next day. It's the next day. Yeah. See, I forgot already. Um, but yeah, she's always always good about that and making people feel valued and remembered, uh, and that matters to both kids and adults. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate all the good work you're doing uh, and the ways that God uses you to show love to people. Thank you. I'm glad to be here doing these things. All right. Well, there you go. Now you know some more about Amy Curry, um, the person who keeps your kids during Wiggle Worms. Um, doesn't just keep, teaches them godly wisdom through our Wiggle Worms church ministry, through our Wiggle Worms ministry. Amy wouldn't say this because she's not going to want to complain here on the podcast, but a lot of times children's ministry is seen as just babysitting and it's not that. Yeah. It is helping form young minds and input the wisdom of God in them and yes, yes. I agree with that that. wholeheartedly. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we will see you for our next interview next week. And you can hang around here and we will go into our question and answer session. So this week for our question and answer session, uh, we're going to deal with a question that wasn't written in. Uh, which we always encourage people, if you see the number mm-hmm. on the screen on Sunday morning and think of something, text us, uh, and we'll try to address it here in this podcast. But I actually had a conversation with a gentleman after one of our services a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, Sunday, September 12th, now that I remember. Uh, and uh, the sermon was out of Psalm 46 uh, about, you know, in, in the midst of trial and frustration and anger, uh, trusting in God, that God will deliver. Uh, and the famous verse in Psalm 46, verse 10 uh, is to be still and know that I'm God. Um, 
And the guy's question, uh, I thought, is something that would be good for us to discuss and maybe something for you all to think about. And that is, okay, how do you take that passage or that scripture, and we have it on our mantle in our home, be still and know that I'm God. How do you do that and then also obey scriptures like work out your salvation with fear and trembling, care for the orphan and the widow in their distress? Um, you know, the Jesus's parable of the Good Samaritan who certainly didn't stay still but was active and God used him to minister to people. So how can we both be still and know that God is God yet also not be passive and uh, continue to do the work of the ministry of God? Well, I think about my life, honestly, and like we were talking earlier about in fostering, like that's, that's stressful. It's high stress. It makes you kind of crazy sometimes, honestly, but, um, those moments where you can take time and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to dwell on all these negative things that are going on. I'm going to, I am going to focus on the positive things that are coming out of what's going on. Um, and I think that's a way that we can be still, um, and I'm a big advocator for when you have, when you have stress in your life, if it's, if it, if you can take time to maybe step away from that, I literally sometimes with some of my older kids have said, Miss Amy needs a timeout <laughs> and to take a step away and say, okay, give me three minutes, whatever it happens to be, to just take some time to take some deep breaths and to pray, um, but I, I do think where our focus hmm. is can definitely contribute to how we like feel in a, in a moment that it can change based on like where our thought is. Cause if you're focused on negative, then you're not gonna, I don't think you're going to be able to find that peace Yeah. that, you know, that stillness that God's talking about there. Yeah. That's good. I haven't thought about it that way, but if you think about the, the parable of the, Good Samaritan. What we don't see the Good Samaritan do is I think what a lot of us would be tempted to do. And that is, oh man, that priest in Levite, you know, what a jerk. I can't believe yeah. I'm having to pick up the pieces and, yeah. you know, I'm having to do this. This is somebody else's job. Doing it, but begrudgingly, you know, yeah. where you don't get any joy or any blessing out of doing it. You're just doing it because you're supposed to. Um, but rather focusing on the positive and the opportunity that he had, yeah. even going as so far to, you know, let the guy need whatever, take whatever money he needed to pay for the hotel and, and you know, the inn yeah. that he stayed in. And, um, yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting way to look at it. Um, you know, I also think that there is, and you kind of said this in the taking a time out, that there is like this need to recognize that anything we do um, comes from God and that he's working through us. Yeah. Right, Paul, uh, I think it's in Ephesians 2, says that um, even the good works that we do are created by God before us mm -hmm. uh, so that we might walk in them. And so recognizing that anything good that we're going to do is going to come from God. Yeah. And apart from him, we're not going to do anything good. And so recognizing that it's, it's he that works in us and he that works through us because you're in ministry, maybe you can identify. I know that I certainly uh, feel this way sometimes more. I'll be vulnerable for a moment more often than I would like to admit, more often than I want to. Uh, I feel like we do this job uh, or our calling, and this can be true for anybody in any calling, out of our, my own strength um, and my own quote-unquote wisdom. And at the end of those days, I'm in a bad mood and exhausted. 
I would agree with that. <laughs> and it probably does happen more times than I'd like to really think about. Um, but yeah, those, those days where there are some mornings when I get in here on a Sunday morning for wiggle worms and I literally stand in the hallway waiting for children and go, okay, God, I cannot do this today. <laughs> and those are the best days. They really are. Those days where I literally am like, God, I just, I can't today. There's 55 children in there and they're all coming for me. Um, and in those moments, I, those, those times when I've literally just dropped my head and gone, God, you're just going to have to do this. Those have been the best mornings. Those have been the mornings where the kids seem to really engage yeah. and they're, they're, they're listening really well, I guess. I don't know. And I don't, maybe that's just God going, okay, she can't handle it today. So y'all <laughs> are going to have to chill. But, um, I do think too, that by admitting that, Hey, I can't, hmm. that, that in and of itself is a way to be still and, yeah. and say, okay, God, you're just, you're going to have to take over because I can't. And it really, those are really our moments where I'm like, wow. I should just do that every week. So yeah. this, this works much better. But. So that's good. You're talking about being still, even though you're not being yeah. physically still. No. Uh, you're doing a lot of things. You're, you know, spending a lot of mental and physical effort uh, and, and, and being with the kids during Wiggle Worms. And I think maybe that's, maybe that's where we're drilling down here yep. is to answer that question. How do we both be still and be faithful and move when God calls us to move? Okay. It's more of a stillness of spirit than body. Yeah. Right. That, um, as long as we are communing with God, recognizing that it's him that gives us strength, that we can't do anything apart from him, and then walking in that yeah. is a way to be still and know that God is God. Yeah. I mean, and it is good to, to take those moments when you can to just be physically yeah. be still. But most of us don't have that option often. Like, That's very true. We just we don't. Yeah. So it's good to, if you, like I said, even three minutes, three minutes even, yeah. to just decompress, push against a wall and pray. There is power in a good time out. There is. There is. Um, even even for grown ups. And I yeah. really do tell my kids that I'm like, mommy needs a time out. Give me a that minute. Is, when I do uh, marital or premarital counseling, that's one of the things that and I didn't get this myself. I got it from the curriculum. Um, I'm forgetting the name of the curriculum. But anyway, I got it from the curriculum that I normally use. Uh, and basically telling couples to learn how to take a time out. Sometimes you have to say, hey, I'm about to say something I don't need to. I need a time out. And mm -hmm. then you go and you pray and you think about why you love the person and all those things. Come back. <laughs> but there is, there is definitely some value in that. So, you know, maybe it is physically taking a time out and yeah. being still, even if it's just for a few moments. Uh, maybe it's also a stillness of spirit, even when we're busy. Yeah. Uh, and focusing on God and the good that he's calling us to and doing through us. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can take from scripture that God ever means for us to be just sit and be passive no. uh, and let things happen. He wants us to know that he's, he's God. Uh, as the verse continues to go on to say, he will be exalted among the nations. Mm -hmm. He is powerful. Uh, but even as we are doing that work, are we still knowing that it's God who's in us, behind us, really doing the work and where we get yeah. the power from? I would agree with that. All right. Well, once again, Amy, mm -hmm. thank you yeah. for being on the No Grow Show show. <laughs> and, uh, we cool. look forward to interviewing. I don't have a guest yet next week, so we'll figure that out. Uh, but you. we'll interview. What's that? I said it could be you. Watching. It could be you. Um, and we'll figure that out next week. And uh, join us again for episode number four. Thanks, guys.
Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the No Grow Show show. Don't forget, join us again next week.